Known for its excellent wine, quality food, music, and dance, the Argentine Republic offers a diverse landscape containing beautiful beaches and snowy mountains. The famous asados are enjoyed every Sunday, full of meats and sausages grilled to perfection. I loved learning about Argentina from my friend, Martina. She is so knowledgeable about the country, food, and political climate. She shared with me that it is not common for young people to focus on politics, and she is always trying to teach her fellow classmates about global issues. She discusses the economic conflicts in Argentina, which play a part in the main social issues related to classism, and identified that there is a huge differentiation between the rich and the poor. Martina shared about how she loves learning about politics through Model United Nations, and that she loves meeting and learning about people from all over the world. Interestingly enough, that is exactly how I met Martina. She commented that MUN conferences allow her to learn about other cultures around the world and recognize how different yet similar we are as humans. Every country is different and their cultures are different, but yes, when we speak, for example, about global issues or stuff or fun stuff, for example, or people of our age, we speak and we have a lot of things in common. So that's what's great about meeting new people, that you can find out about things that you have in common and about new things that you don't have in common that makes like, your knowledge richer. Hello everybody, you are listening to Evan Worldwide. On this podcast, I'm going to take you on a journey around the world. You will hear young people's perspectives on culture, conflict, and cuisine. So let's go. Okay, so basically this interview is about peace, conflict, food, and culture. Well, hi, my name is Martina. I'm from Argentina and I'm 16 years old. Would you say that there's a lot of conflict in your country? Um, yes, but politics mostly there's no like racial problems or like racism there's more political issues here in argentina and uh, we have two big parties politically speaking el frente de todos and juntos por el cambio so that's what most people speak about here in argentina so that would be the issue like both parties and the people that support those parties are very um, against each other. Okay. Would you say that in presidential election, or is this for presidential elections or prime minister? Or um, presi presidential. And this year we're ho we're going to have elections for diputados. Um, no, like maybe senators. I think. Oh, senators. Senators. senators yeah. Yes. So it's funny you were saying that there's not really racism. Um, that was going to be my next question. What social issues are most prevalent in Argentina? Like, the what do you say there's sexism yes. or homophobia? Um, no, I believe social classes. In Argentina, they're like very poor people and very rich people. Mostly poor, but there is like this clash between the classes. And maybe there's the racism because the, the poor people that live in the villas here in Argentina um, are called like saying black in Spanish, like in a disrespectful way, like for example, saying negro 
like not oh. something to do with the color of the skin but the money they have they call negro the poor people so maybe that's what the social issue is in argentina mostly classes because argentina has a lot of poor people and in buenos aires mostly that are very rich for example nordelta or tigre and that's where very rich people are and we have other uh, songs like for example la matanza where there are a lot of poor people. So that's like the clash between. Do you know the exchange between US dollar and the Argentinian peso? Uh, yes, um, not so much. I don't have the most uh, knowledge on that. I just, okay, so it looks like that 100 pesos is one US dollar. Yes, I think it's 120 or something like that uh, during 2020 last year uh, with the pandemic and the lockdown the um, the dollar started to raise and it became very difficult to have so nowadays for example when i believe that when the pandemic started i think it was march last year in argentina the dollar was something like 63 70 pesos and now it's 120 so it increased a lot the price and that's another issue like argentina is economically worse than last year and 2019 so that's a big issue here i feel like a lot of countries have been like that because of covid would you say that there is also economic conflict yes 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 we our president and other presidents that we have that we've had before are accused of robbing in the country so that's a great issue basically we have a lot of economic problems in argentina since the the crisis really started in 2001 with menem our president in that time in that time we had the dollar one dollar was one peso so everyone started uh, having trips and that affected really bad the economy so now as the time goes by, the dollar raises, increases, sorry, and the, the people start getting poor. That's why also a lot of people moved from Argentina. I believe I have almost 10 friends of mine that went to Spain, and that's only friends of mine. So imagine the other people in Argentina. That's crazy. Was there a specific reason to go to Spain? Like since it's another Hispanoparlante, like Spanish-speaking country or... Was that the main reason? Yes, um, mostly because of the economy that Spain is better. And for example, the parents of my friends didn't speak English or another language. So it was easy to go to Spain as they spoke the same language. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a huge change. Okay, okay. That makes more sense. Would you say that there is sexism in Argentina or like even xenophobia? Uh, for example, from what I've heard, there's a saying... Uh, los argentinos descienden de los barcos, uh, meaning like there's the countries made up of immigrants. Are Argentinians accepting towards other people from different countries? Yes, I believe that Argentina is a great country that accepts a lot of immigrants, but also there's maybe a little sexism. Nowadays, uh, there has been a lot of femicides, femicidios, uh, so that's a great issue um, and we also have 
you know, the feminism we have here in Argentina, las feministas radicales, mm -hmm. that are like very radical and they they go for example to the important streets of the ciudad de buenos aires and they they cut the the street like and i am saying about protestas protest um, yeah. protest so that's a great issue i believe but not so much it, i believe that for example the united states shows more like for example racism or that issues here in Argentina, I believe that the most important issue, or at least the one that people talk more about, is um, economic stuff. Even like the little bit of sexism that that you were saying exists in Argentina, do the people like our age, do they believe that it's wrong? Or is there like a shift in perspective? Um, no, um, I believe that the pandemic changed a lot of the the kids mind for example by the app tiktok tiktok showed a lot of uh, protests against racism uh, protests of feminism and all that social issues so i believe that in the pandemic everyone or mostly everyone had tiktok and was aware of the issue and changed their ideas so here in argentina at least the people i saw and spoke with believe that sexism is wrong so they they have a posture against these these issues like we speak about them and have similar ideas that it is wrong but not so much as it doesn't happen so much in argentina like we have our ideas and what we think but like we can't speak too much because there are not so many cases here right 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 that's very interesting that you say tiktok was like a very inspirational app for like people and they would see like the protests that have towards like social issues do you think that maybe social media could like help spread awareness about the economic crisis in argentina or like would you consider it a crisis um yes definitely a crisis i believe that maybe yes but the economic crisis is very linked with political issues so as i told you there's like this clash between both parties and the people that support these parties so there's not so much we can do as there as for example the, the government that is uh, ruling now that is el frente de todos or right. el frente de izquierda convince convinces a lot of the poor people like for example giving them planes sociales social plan like so, yeah social plans yes so there's the big thing that this government that is stealing or not doing anything good for the Argentina convinces the poor people, which are most of Argentina, like here, changing people's minds about politics is not so common. So that's, I believe, the problem. Do you keep up with politics and government in Argentina? Yes, I, I'm in the workshop of Model UN, MUN. So, so we speak a lot about politics, also foreign politics, like, for example, the United States, all the other countries, and also Argentina. So, yes, I believe I keep up. But there are people in our school, as I believe I told you the other day, there are not so many people interested in Model UN. So it is very difficult, and they don't know a lot about politics. Most of the people in my class don't know anything about politics. I have to be explaining all the time. And they don't even know, for example, the president that we had 10 years ago. So it's a little difficult for everyone to know 
about politics, but that's why I also, every time I can, I promote MUN workshop because it teaches a lot about politics, a lot about international aspects. So if you're listening to this, participate in MUN. Yes, I love MUN. That's actually how I met Martina from doing <laughs> It's honestly a great experience. So yeah. everything that she just said, you should do. <laughs> so how exactly do you get your information about politics or like news in Argentina? Like do you get it from social media or watching TV or from your parents or like newspapers? Maybe a little bit of everything, mostly MUN the things and also the um, newspaper we have two very important or three important newspapers here la nacion clarin and infobae that for example not necessarily read the newspaper but i follow them on instagram so every time there's news they show them on their instagram page so that's how maybe i keep up with the news in Argentina, would you say that there's like a censorship in news that like they block the government or is there free press that you can see everything on the news? Like there's nothing that the government is hiding? I believe that not. We have like, for example, the the two newspapers I told you or maybe like TV shows that speak about politics. They all have like their the the party they support so of course they are going to be talking bad things about the other party so they they can speak freely here gladly in Argentina the press can speak and say what they want of course not being disrespectful but sometimes they are so yes you can you can find out about everything that there's going on in the government awesome that's really great do you have any friends from different countries or like have you met a lot of people from different countries yes everyone of course <laughs> yes basically the people from simon or other MUNs i have participated in or maybe ted talks i've been to some Zooms with the TED organization or or other model of UNs. So I believe that that was great because you can experience this amazing moment with people from the other part of the world and have their opinions and I don't know, meet people that you could have never imagined meeting without the pandemic i mean yeah like doing mun online i didn't realize that i'd be meeting you so that's yes. a perfect example yes. the people that you've met from different countries are they mostly from brazil and chile or like from the countries around argentina or like everywhere maybe everywhere some people from each country like i don't have a maybe uruguay we've done a lot of muns with Uruguay or Bolivia or Nicaragua, but also with people around the world. So I think many people. Do you see more differences or similarities between the people you've met from other countries culturally or thinking wise? Yes and no. When I met new people from other countries, I was so amazed to hear about their stories or their governments. For example, when we spoke in the breaks of Daimon or in other MUNs, like we spoke about our countries and maybe things in our life. And that's when 
you notice that every country is different and their cultures are different. But yes, when we speak, for example, about global issues or stuff or fun stuff, for example, or people of our age, we speak and we have a lot of things in common. So that's what's great about meeting new people, that you can find out about things that you have in common and about new things that you don't have in common that makes like your knowledge richer, like having knowledge about the the other cultures. Like for example, people from Norway that we've met in Simon, like I wouldn't have imagined to be friends with a girl of Norway. It's amazing. Yeah, 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 definitely. Do you see young people advocating for peace and less conflict in Argentina or like in Buenos Aires? Um, Not so much. People, as I told you before, people that are minors don't care so much about politics and global issues. So it is not taught. Like politics, until you're, for example, 14, 15, you don't talk about politics in the table with your parents. Like, for example... I've noticed this in on my friends and in myself, like politics was a boring issue or social problems were boring issues to talk about in the table. So grown-ups talked about that. Not so much. Kids are with TikTok, Instagram and playing video games. Or like, well, I guess I should have rephrased it. Did, how, did you see people like protesting for Black Lives Matter in like last summer? or anything like that in Argentina? No, Black Lives Matter didn't preach so much Argentina um, as racism is not like our first issue or our most important issue. It's not the biggest issue. Yes, Um, so it didn't reach so much here. Maybe in TikTok, as I told you before, people like kind of protested by um, uploading videos of them talking or videos of for example George Floyd or the sign of Black Lives Matter but not so much like physically protesting like in Capital no that didn't happen okay this is the last question about the peace and conflict then we get to the fun stuff about like (laughs) how can young people help spread awareness to advocate for peace in Argentina here and now at the moment I believe social media is the answer After the pandemic, everyone was aware of what TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, all the social media was. I believe that the answer answer to reach young people and is like the young population is by social media. Um, And also grown-ups, because after the the pandemic and during the pandemic, grown-ups, even older people, like, for example, my grandma learned how to use a computer, Zoom, Meet, Instagram. So I believe that the answer is to reach people by social media. That's amazing. That's really, that's a great answer. And I think that social media, like, it, it can, it's not only for Argentina, it can be for anywhere in the world. And then that's where, like, you can spread awareness for, for every country. Yes. Okay, those are the end of the peace and conflict questions. What are some of the most popular dishes in Argentina? Like, is there a national dish? Yes, there are a lot of national dishes. Like, for example, empanadas that Evan the other day made. Um, we have also, well, asado. Asado is a barbecue. barbecue. Yes, but with more 
I don't know, with more Argentinian touches. And we also have, it's not farm, in the- In the country like in the, Yes, like in the interior of the country, we have tortillas or tortas fritas. Tortas fritas are like kind of dough that are that is fried with membrillo and batata inside. We also have mate cocido. We have like our Argentinian things. For example, mate. Mate uh, is... Yeah. It's funny, people here in the U.S., they have like the little can of like yerba mate. And this, but then once you told me and like you and uh, Bomi and like the other Argentinians have told me like mate is supposed to be like really, really hot, like burning hot. But then yes. like, I see this yerba mate in the fridge and I'm like, what is this doing? No, 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 no. We also have terere. That is like mate, but with juice that is served like cold for um, summer. For summer, it's great. What would you say is your favorite Argentinian dish? Maybe asado. I'm, although I'm trying not to eat so much meat nowadays, but asado is like, I believe that asado is the only reason I wouldn't give up meat. Like asado is great. When you go every Sunday, you go for a walk in Argentina, you start to smell in the air the, the smell of asado. And it's great because every Sunday, mostly families or friends gather in houses for asados. So you start to smell in the air asado. So that's great. Wow, that's amazing. And like what kind of meats are in the asado? We have, and maybe you can tra translate chorizo, choripan. We have vacío. We also have morcilla, eh, chinchulines. Chinchulines, I personally don't like them. It's the intestine of the, the cow. Chorizo, choripan? Yes, it's the chorizo in the middle and bread. We but it's not like a hot mayo. dog. It's not a hot dog, though. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. And then what <laughs> it about... It goes with like... chimichurri. God, chimichurri. <laughs> that's my corazón. I love chimichurri. Yes. Sí, sí, sí. Is there like different types of steaks that come with the uh, asado also? Or is it mostly like sausage or the chorizo and... Um... No, different kind of steaks. For example, we have vacío. The tenderloin. Postichar. Uh, like the ribs it would be ribs. oh yeah yeah ribs okay um yes there are many but that's also a great issue that came with uh, within last year and this year that the prices of meat increased a lot so now we have like an inside joke in argentina that the president eats a lot of asados but people have to eat polenta that is like i don't know if you know what no, polenta polenta is. Is. it's like the like cornmeal yes but it, here it's very very cheap so it's like the president eats asado that costs a lot of money and the and poor people everybody, have the poor people yes. have polenta <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh, i believe that after the past year argentina is kind of a joke now we have, we have an issue, a social issue in Argentina, in Nordelta, eh, that is a um, country club here in Buenos Aires. Eh, there has been an invasion of carpinchos. Carpinchos, they're like 
tiny animals. Oh. You <laughs> <laughs> say muy muy. They look very very. They look very interesting. Just the the shape. Yes. Of them. And there's a lot. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot of memes going around. <laughs> in Instagram there's actually a page of Instagram an Instagram page that has different pictures of carpinchos with names so you can search your name according to the picture of a carpincho <laughs> and I'm assuming carpinchos you can't eat them can you no 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 <laughs> no, no. I mean they're cute <laughs> yes maybe maybe I don't know in Peru in Peru, they, they eat, Puy. for example, covachos. Um, yeah, guinea pigs. Yes, guinea pigs. And here now, for example, I have two guinea pigs. And actually thinking about eating them is a horrendous idea. I don't like <laughs> it. <laughs> so do you have a special dish or family recipe that gives you like great memories or like a good story? Or like growing up, was there any Argentinian dish that you remember always having? Yes. Guiso de lentejas. Like lentils? Yes. It's like this homey recipe like that you eat at your grandma's or your mom's. Your mom prepares when in winter, like when it's very cold. It's my favorite recipe. It's not like a family recipe. I believe we don't have so much family recipes. So many, sorry, family recipes. But it's like common dish that I've had since I was little. So it's lentils and what else? Um, tomato sauce, sauce, maybe carrot, chorizo colorado, maybe arvejas, like the tiny. Some uh, some de las lentejas, no más que verdes. Oh, peas. Yes, sorry. Okay. okay. Yes, it's very very delicious. I bet it sounds delicious. Yes. Well. When you come to Argentina, I will make sure you taste milanesas, oh. empanadas, asado, locro, and guiso de lentejas. Estoy listo. Yo tengo mi maleta. Genial. Te esperamos acá. Does your family do anything different to like make it your own for any dishes? For for example, like asado, do you guys like, do you guys put your own spin on it or milanesa? Like, is there anything that you guys do that's not traditional? Maybe yes. For example, when one time when we made asado with like a big, I don't know if the word is vaccine, like the el aparato de la vacuna, pero... The tube that you would put the vaccine yes. So you like put wine in the meat? Yes. Oh, now that yes, is... Yes, and mustard on top, like with chimichurri, so that it uh, cooks itself with the chimichurri. So it's not dry. Exactly. Okay, okay. And it's funny, you were talking about the wine. I've heard that like in Argentina and in Chile also, like... There's a lot of vineyards, so like wine is like yes. there's a lot of yes, yes, yes. We we have great wine. <laughs> not to eh, alardear, not to be right. Eh, brag, not to brag oh, about no. Argentina, <laughs> but we have great, great wine. I'm only 16 right now, but I'll come to Argentina soon enough. <laughs> Great. Oh, yes. And in the United States, you have like 21. You have 21. 21 oh, yeah. here only 18. Yeah. I so know. here, if you come, you can drink when you're 18. 
Okay, so obviously I'm coming to Argentina, but I don't know when. What is one dish from your country that I can't miss when I go? Milanesa. Milanesa? Milanesa or Locro, the 25th of May. It's like... Like the... Yes, but it's not quite... That's I believe that 25th of May is when we started like the process, our Independence Day is um, the 9th of July. Oh, okay. Oh, Near in United States. 4th of actually, July. 4th of July, 9th of July. You know what? Yes. Go to US, celebrate 4th of July there. Go to Argentina. And then you come back. Nueve de Julio. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Sí. Okay. So, Locro. Locro de... So, what exactly is Locro? Locro is corn, like corn? the corn... Kernels. Yes. Oh, se ve como una sopa. It looks like a soup. Locro is... So, it, so that's like a corn soup? Yes. That sounds so yes. good. And I bet it's really nice during the winter, like when it's cold. Yes. And in May, when winter is like starting and the cold starts to feel, it's great. Wait a minute. Right, right. Because in the Southern Hemisphere. Yes. Because <laughs> like here, I'm like, May, that's going to be the beginning of summer. No, no, no. Here in May, it's like autumn, I believe. And then winter. Yeah. What does food mean for for your culture, for Argentinian culture? Is food very important? Yes. Food is, it speaks a lot our culture. We have like these traditional dishes, uh, the ones I was telling you about before, that basically create Argentina. Like you can't come to Argentina and don't try those dishes. For example, for fechas patriotas or important date for the Argentine history, like the 25th of May and the 9th of July. Um, we have a locro or asado, like key uh, dishes of Argentina's culture. Or for example, another tradition that we have here, when on a Sunday, um, when on a 29th, the date 29th, when it hits, Sunday, we have to eat gnocchis, like we have to eat gnocchis. So when uh, Sunday is 29, like it's like tradition to have gnocchis. Gnocchi. And, and why gnocchi? Is it because of like the strong Italian influence that Argentina? Yes, yes I believe that it's been like a tradition since immigrants officially arrived. So that would make sense. And wait, you said you have Italian ancestry? Yes. That's awesome. Italian, French, and Spanish, I believe. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And do you have any indigenous Argentinian ancestry? From yes. Oh, you do? I believe I have, like, so I think on my mother's side, grand, grand, grandfather. Yes, um, Argentina is, like, made of immigrants and native people. Cool though, so you have like indigenous ancestry in Argentina. Yes. What dish or food makes you feel at home? Milanesas. Milanesas napolitanas. napolitanas. That's like a, a milanesa with tomato sauce and cheese. Wow. And, and olive on olive. top. Or like, to have breakfast, bizcochitos, eh, don't satur, 
bicochitos are like small cookies, kind of, okay. that you eat with mate. Oh, wow. And like, are the cookies like, like what are inside the cookies or like, are they just plain? Oh, nothing. It's like dough with um sugar on top, but like melted. Wow. Like... How do you spell that? Oh, I don't know if I've seen them before, but they look familiar. I don't yes. know. They look good though. <laughs> yes. It's like the brand of ah, the okay. best bizcochitos. <laughs> so like, we'll have to buy some of the Don Saturno bizcochitos. Then I have two more questions overall. And then obviously when I come to Argentina, I'm going to Buenos Aires to see you. But then where else would you recommend me to go? Like where are some places in Argentina that like if someone was going there, you would, you have to go? Yes. Oh, I have like a lot of places, but you have to go to the north of Argentina, to Jujuy, Salta, Tucumán, and like you have a great time. I went on a road trip, I think in 2017, like we drove 13 hours to Santiago del Estero and then like 15 more hours to Jujuy. And then we came back and stopped in every province. It was great. I really recommend it. The, it's amazing. In If I'm not mistaken, it's, I don't know. I don't remember if it's in Salta or Jujuy, El Cerro de los Siete Colores. It's like a mountain with seven yeah, different the colors. Mountain. The rainbow mountain. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. Or to the south, for example, Patagonia, Bariloche, like those places. Oh, that's with the, the skiing resorts, right? Yes. Yes. That's that sounds so much fun. I would absolutely do it's that. Amazing. Have you ever been down to like Ushuaia? That's like the southernmost part of the world? No, I've never been. But I I think my family's planning a trip there, so I Did want to go, go so to badly. Africa? To then go to Antarctica? No, <laughs> but I have a, my physics professor, uh, 2019, he went to the Antarctica and he had a great time. He wouldn't stop talking about it. He yeah. was like telling all the, the story and he went to Las Islas Malvinas or the Portland's Island, I believe. Like the what? The... Conflict between... Las Islas oh, Malvinas. The Falkland Islands. Yes. Las Islas Malvinas. Do you, do you think that they belong to Argentina or would you say that they belong to the UK? I say they belong to Argentina. Like there was conflict. Uh, I believe that firstly they belong to Argentina because of the territory. They were like with Argentina. So it's like they are super near. They are a lot more near than the UK. <laughs> like, <laughs> but after like the war, UK won. So that's a great issue because yeah. they technically won. But at first place, I believe they were ours. So I really don't have such an opinion on okay. that topic. Do you, would you say that like Argentinians and 
the Chileans, los chileños are like Brazilians, just the countries around. Are Argentinians rather friendly with those countries, would you say? Or like, are those countries friendly with Argentina? Yes, we, we have like, we are friendly, but we also have like our jokes. For example, with Uruguay, we have like a joke that it is the provincia rebelde, like um, a province that made a rebellion and is now a country like we have those kind of jokes or for example they're they are very mean jokes but for example we call chile el pasillo like pasillo because it's very thin like oh <laughs> we are friendly but we also have our inside jokes yeah i mean every country has that so yes if you met somebody that knew nothing about Argentina and you would be able to tell them one thing about Argentina, what would you tell them? That Argentina is a great and beautiful country. That people tend to think Argentina is a very bad country because of its economic state. Economically speaking, Argentina is an awful country. But like speaking about geography, and all that kind of stuff. It's an amazing country. You can see from beaches to um, the mountains. Like you can see a lot of things. It's incredible. So I would say like, I would firstly tell the person that Argentina is not only its economy. Like it has a lot of other aspects that are so beautiful. That was very well said. Love it. Well. <laughs> Martina, muchas gracias por hacer esta entrevista conmigo. I love oh. this. This was so much fun. Yes. And I am so glad that I got to learn more about Argentinian culture and Argentinian food. And, and of course, the conflict. No puedo esperar más para la vacación a Argentina. Sí, te vamos a estar esperando. Sí. Si vos ya tenés 18, acá técnicamente puedes tomar. Así que te vamos a esperar con una copita de vino. <laughs> excelente, excelente. United States, no escuchaste esto. Yeah. United States doesn't hear anything. Exacto. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to my Global Youth Perspective podcast. My goal is to share insight into the lives and cultures of my friends around the world, and hopefully we can listen to each other, bridge our differences, and make this world a better place.